Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Robertson. For the next half hour, Rabbi Schneider turns to the book of Colossians to talk about renewal. Complacency happens to the best of us, but when it comes to godly things, how do we keep from getting complacent in our relationship with the Lord? Well, today, Rabbi Schneider is going to explain how we can renew our walk with God. And if you'd like to take some notes on what you can do to keep your spiritual life from becoming stagnant, be sure to download Rabbi's study guide online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. But right now, let's get started. Rabbi Schneider begins today's message with a word of prayer. Here he is now. I feel filled with joy today to get back into God's word with you, beloved ones, from the book of Colossians chapter one. I wanna begin today just by praying. Father, we pray that you would fill us with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, that we would enter into your spirit, Father, in a way that we never have before. Help us, Father God, to let go of everything pertaining to the flesh, to know you indeed in Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, and for your fame, Abba Daddy, amen and amen. I'm just gonna begin reading in verse number nine where we've been, and I'm gonna begin focusing on this concept where Paul speaks about having good works. Hear the word of God. For this reason also, Paul prays, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Now, I left off on last episode with this phrase that we would bear fruit, Paul says, in every good work. I want you to consider this with me. Everything that you do, everything that you say, and even everything that you think influences the spiritual atmosphere around you. I've had people walk into my home and just simply say, wow, it feels happy in here. Not that I'm always happy at all, but that was a general sense that they had in my home because of all that had been thought there, all that had been said there, and all the deeds that had been done there. I'm trying to help you understand that when the scripture speaks here of us bearing fruit in every good work, it's not just, you know, going to the homeless shelter to work in the food pantry once a month. That's an awesome thing to do. But sometimes when we think of good works, we're very limited and confining in understanding what good works are. The truth is, is that we're living beings. We're alive. We're spiritual beings in a spiritual universe. We're clothed in humanity. We live in the animal kingdom, in other words, all the creatures on the earth, but we are first of all spirit, and spirit has domination over the flesh and over the environment that is in the flesh around it. And so when the Lord speaks here of us having spiritual wisdom and understanding, it involves the knowledge that everything that we think and everything that we say is either influencing the environment around us for good or bad. Years ago, when my little daughter was growing up, 
I realized that any time that I criticized somebody or any time I spoke negatively about a situation, it put my daughter in a bad mood. Now understand that I wasn't speaking negatively to my daughter. I wasn't putting down my daughter. But if I was negative in my speech with what I was talking about with Cynthia or whatever it was, just maybe talking about a situation or being critical about a situation or seeing the glass half empty rather than half full, whenever I spoke negative, I saw that it influenced my little daughter's attitude and her psyche and her level of happiness. We have to take responsibility. This is what it means to be filled with all spiritual wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of God's will, which was what Paul prayed for in the preceding verse, in verse number nine. We have to take responsibility for our lives, recognizing that if we're gonna bear good works, in every respect, that means we have to be concentrating on thinking positive thoughts about people, about our circumstances, because this comes with the knowledge of God's will when we're really trusting God, when we really believe God is so with us, he's closer to us than our own breath. The fact that you can taste food, that's all from God. The fact that you're breathing, that's all from God. The fact that your cells are alive is because God is sustaining your cells. The Bible says that God is sustaining the entire universe by his power. So when you understand that God is real, that his atmosphere surrounds you, that because of Yeshua, he lives in you, that he's sustaining your body, that he is aware of your thought before you even think it. When you believe that, and then when you trust that he loves you and that he's taking care of you and that he's got the best purpose plan for your life possible, when you really believe that, then you're going to speak positive and your thoughts are going to be positive. And this is why Paul says, I pray that you would be filled with all spiritual wisdom and understanding of the knowledge of God's will. So putting all this together then, if we really believe what I just stated about Hashem, about God, that he's alive, that he loves us, that he's real, that he's closer to us than we think. In fact, he's closer to us than our own breath. Okay, when we really believe that and believe that he loves us, that we're safe in him, that he's taking care of us, that everything that happens to us in our life, even when it's clothed in darkness, Hashem, which is a Hebrew way to say God, is using it to bring about good in us and through us. When we believe that and then we begin to monitor our thoughts and our attitudes and our words, what we're going to do, beloved, is bring ourselves more aligned into the Holy Spirit, into the Ruach HaKadosh, and we're going to walk in a way, listen now, that pleases Hashem, that pleases the God and Father of King Jesus, listen, in all respects. So God bless you today. I know that God is touching some of us and that hearing his words, hearing his words, it's changing us. The process sometimes, it's a slow process. We have to be patient. Patient is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But when we're subjected to God's word like this, when we're subjected to teaching like this and we're open, I'm telling you, if you're receiving it, you're being changed by it. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. So please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24-7. 
24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. We are so thankful for everyone who gives a financial gift of support to this ministry. And perhaps today is the day that you decide that you would like to deepen your commitment to discovering the Jewish Jesus. The best way to do that is to sign up to become a monthly partner at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can call us at 800-777-7835. Together, we can help others prepare for Jesus' return. And now let's get back into the second half of today's message. Now let's continue. He says that you would bear fruit in every good work, increasing, he said, in the knowledge of God. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever got burned out with where you're at in God? Meaning that, you know, the things that used to excite you no longer excite you. That where you're at, it seems stale. You need something new from God. I know that I've been there. I sometimes get a revelation from God and I work with that revelation. I'm excited about that revelation. I put that revelation into practice. I pray about that revelation and it fuels me for a number of months, a number of years even. But eventually what will happen is I can no longer live on yesterday's manna. Like the children of Israel in the wilderness, I needed fresh manna for today. And you know what? God is alive and living and his purpose is to increase in your life. His purpose is not just to leave you with yesterday's manna, but to give you something fresh. Paul says that you would be increasing at the end of verse 10 in the knowledge of God. I've got good news for you today, and I wanna pray for you. If you're feeling stale with where you're at in the Lord right now, if everything just kind of seems like been there, done that, if everything kind of is getting boring for you, if it's no longer exciting for you, I've got good news for you. Hashem is gonna bless you and give you something new and restore the joy of your salvation. So Father, I pray right now for every soul Father, that's under the sound of your word coming forth through my voice right now that believes and has faith. Father, I ask you right now, Abba God, just to deposit something new in their life. I pray, Father, that you'll begin to put the wheels into place that will bring into their life fresh revelation, a new thing, that the joy of their salvation would be restored to them. Father, we believe that we're increasing in the knowledge of God, that we're increasing in knowing who you are. And Father, I pray and ask, Daddy, that you would impart a new thing into every single one of your beloved children that is under the sound of my voice and listening and receiving into your word right now. Father, deposit that new thing from the Holy Spirit into them that will give them the power and the motivation they need to keep pursuing you, even with all their heart, strength, soul, and mind. Paul says that you would be strengthened in verse 11 with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. So as we're thinking now, coming off of this concept of there's always more, it can get more exciting than it is for you. If you're bored right now, I'm going back to where I left off to spring forward again. If you're bored right now, I want you to know you don't have to stay bored. If you surrender yourself to God, God is gonna bring you into a new realm of his reality. He's gonna bring you into a new dimension of experiencing his eternal life. But you've gotta be willing to let go of where you're at. If you're so concerned with what people think about you, 
that you won't step out of the crowd because you don't have the boldness to step out from the crowd, to be unique, to be different, to follow God like Abraham did wherever he led. If you don't have the conviction and the boldness to do that, you're gonna stay stuck, stay stagnant and stay bored and you won't experience the fresh thing. But if you're willing to follow God and follow the Holy Spirit's leading in your life, which is sometimes subtle, you have to be paying attention. But if you're willing to let go and follow him, even though it may lead you out of where you're at, you need to let go of where you're at and you need to trust him because he's gonna bring you in to something fresh, something new and something better. Let me say it again. Paul said, I want you to increase in your knowledge of God. And we come to places in our life, I'm just recapping. We oftentimes come to places in our life where we get bored, things get stale, things get dry, they become has-been. You know what, that's okay. There are seasons. And when that happens, that means you need something new. But if you're gonna enter in, beloved one, to the new thing, it means you've gotta let go and come out of the old thing. Israel couldn't have entered the land of the promised land, unless they let go of the old thing. They had to let go of the old thing before they could enter into the new thing. Here's the point. You and I all have to have an experience like Abraham. Remember, God came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I want you to leave where you're at and follow me. And Abraham was willing to leave what he was comfortable with. He was willing to leave that which made him secure in the natural because he trusted Hashem. He trusted God to lead him in, beloved, to something that was better. And so many of you are not experiencing something better because you won't let go of where you're at. You won't let go of your comforts and you're too concerned with being different. You're too afraid of standing out. You're too afraid of what people will think of you. So God can't do anything for you because you're holding on to where you are. So if you hold on to where you are, how can you come out of that place into a new thing? You've got to trust Hashem. You've got to trust the Lord and let go and then follow him where he leads you. And even though it's scary, there's a reward on the other side. This is the way, beloved, of destiny. This is the way of eternal life. It's an adventure in God. It's a journey in the spirit. And each of us must take our own journey. And in some respects, we have to go alone. But if we're willing to trust God, if we're willing to be like David that said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. If you're willing to trust God in areas that you haven't trusted him with before, it feels fearful. It seems like darkness. You're afraid. But if you'll persist and trust him, believing he's with you, believing he loves you, believing he's leading you, believing he's going to bring you into something good. If you'll follow him and let go and let go of some of the relationships you need to let go of and follow him into the new thing, you're going to enter more and more, beloved ones, into the realm of eternal life and you're going to get to where God wants you to go. And in order for this to happen, you know what? God's going to strengthen you to do it. So Paul prays in the 11th verse that you would be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. His spirit is living, it's active, it's real, and we can truly have divine satisfaction and be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. In fact, Paul, in this same verse, in verse number 11, he uses that word joy. He prays that we would be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might 
for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously. How does he tie in this being strengthened by the Spirit to this concept of joyously, which is the last word in this 11th verse? Because, beloved, when we're strengthened by the Spirit, we get breakthrough, and when we get breakthrough, we have joy. I pray right now, Father God, for every beloved son and daughter of yours, every soul, Father, under the sound of my voice by the Ruach HaKodesh, Father, that you would strengthen us all, each one of us, by that same power that raised Yeshua, Christ Jesus, from the dead. Father, I ask you to strengthen us with divine might. Father, I ask that you would strengthen us with that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. Father God, lifting him up through every spiritual darkness in the spheres of space. Father, to your right hand where he sits now as King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, strengthen us by that same power that raised King Jesus to your right hand. Father, we worship you. We love you. We celebrate you today. Abba, Daddy, we thank you for all that you've done. Father, we can't thank you enough, but we want to tell you that we love you. And that, Father, we want you more than anything else in life. Father, we give you our lives. We give you permission to take control. We ask you to do whatever you need to do, Father God, that we would continue to pursue you. And, Father, put within us the same love for you that Jesus has, that we would love you, Abba Daddy, in Yeshua's name, with all our heart, strength, soul, and mind. Amen. You're listening to the authentic and uncompromising Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider right here on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And to learn more about this program or our teacher, Rabbi Schneider, go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're on our website, don't forget to connect to Rabbi's Daily Devotional. It's a great way to start your morning off right, and you can find it under the Resources tab. This devotional is just one of the many resources we've created through the prayerful and consistent support we receive from listeners just like you. And to share a little bit more about the freedom that comes from supporting one another, here is Rabbi Schneider once again to discuss an Old Testament principle with us. In 2 Samuel chapter 24, verse 24, we read about David wanting to offer up to Father God an extravagant offering showing his love. When he got to the place that he wanted to offer his offering from, he went there to purchase the threshing floor as the altar for it. When the owner of the threshing floor saw David and heard what David wanted to do, he offered to give the threshing floor to David that David could offer up his sacrifice from. David said, far be it from me to make an offering to Father God that cost me nothing. David insisted on purchasing the threshing floor even though someone had offered to give it to him. David then proceeded to pay for it and he offered to Father God an extravagant offering showing his love. The next part of the text says this. It says, the Lord's heart was moved. When you and I present our offerings to the Lord out of love, you know what, beloved one? It moves God's heart. I want to encourage you, let's love him today by presenting to him an offering that will move his heart because it comes from a pure place. 
to take a step of faith right now by giving a gift of any amount, write to us at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. That's P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. You can also automate your giving online each month by partnering with us. And we've made it quick and easy to sign up online by visiting discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can become a monthly partner or give when you call 800-777-7835. As our way of saying thank you for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's Message of the Month, and it's available as a digital download. And we'll also send you a copy of our latest newsletter that's filled with exclusive content and details about what's happening locally with this ministry and around the world. And you know, as a companion to this series today, Rabbi wrote a book, The Key to Answered Prayer. And despite our convenient technological advances these days, we still live on a planet that's filled with hunger, sorrow, and disease. And for some of us, we sometimes may feel as if God has forgotten about us, or if he's not interested in answering our prayers. But that is not the case. And that's the reason that Rabbi wrote the book. You can rediscover the greatest bond that we have available to us today as you learn how to pray prayers of safety, provision, deliverance, and so much more. Get your copy of The Key to Answered Prayer online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Discovering the Jewish Jesus has taken the steps to make sure that Rabbi's uncompromising teaching is available 24-7, not only over the radio airwaves, but also on our website and through a variety of channels and other sources. Learn more about all the ways that you can listen online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Now here is Rabbi Schneider with a special blessing. In the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Yahweh, 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 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Shalom, shalom, God's peace to you. It's a good day. God's speaking a new word to each of us. And I wanna share a testimony that we received that spoke to me about the power 
of God's Word going forth through discovering the Jewish Jesus. Rosalie from Minnesota, she says, the depth of biblical knowledge and teaching from the rabbi, his ability to incorporate his Jewish faith and his belief in Jesus Christ as the Messiah has increased my faith and biblical understanding. Rabbi's teaching has filled up my understanding, deepened my faith, and enriched my relationship with God. I thank God for raising Rabbi up for such a time as this. Isn't that what it's all about? This is what each of us want. This is what the Lord wants for us. He wants to fill us up with greater understanding of who He is in our lives. He wants to deepen our faith, that we know, that we know, that we know that He is alive, that He loves you, He loves me. He wants us to come alive and believe with greater faith, greater confidence, and to be enriched by a relationship that's unending, goes into eternity with the Lord God Almighty. I'm Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us again next week when Rabbi Schneider explains how we can be walking in power that creates change. That's Monday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.